0: All right. Thank you for returning to Kelly and Company. It's hour two of the program, folks. From your TV, enjoy the program. SaskTel customers, you guys can find us on channel 555. And Rogers, Ontario, look for us on channel 196, please. Time, as we do on Mondays and Tuesdays generally, to visit with one of our community reporters. Kim Kilpatrick is joining us from news from Ottawa, Ontario, and all parts east out there in that part of Ontario. Kim, welcome back to the show.
1: Hello, how are you, Kelly?
0: Uh, doing okay today. It's a wonderful day out there, temperature wise, weather wise. And oh, in here, beautiful. we're moving oh, okay. along. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's one of those days that uh, feels really good, except I know over the weekend, probably some people would say, kind of feels like a very nice fall day. And I'm not against that, even in August. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I know. It does sort of, in the morning, it was cool. It did feel a little like that. Uh, Me too, yeah. Yeah,
0: we're not going to complain. you got a lot of things here to get to, so (laughs) let me jump in. Uh, uh, Updates on a Company of Fools and uh, a show they have coming up in September.
1: Yeah, so last time on the Community Parts, some people might remember that we had a special tour from Company of Fools for Mm -hmm. their uh, version of The Tempest which was wonderful. So I think I was going the night I did my report or something like that somewhere around there. Yeah. We were talking about show, the rain,
0: the really night good. and everything.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. It was really good. They had a pre-show touch tour of costumes and masks and the actors came out early and talked to us about their characters and several of them played several characters. So it was kind of good to hear them say who they played and what was going on. And, and so it was really good and they were very excited. So there. Doing um, a run of Hamlet in uh, September. And uh, oh, I'm so excited that the, one of the places they're doing it is in Beechwood Cemetery. Can you imagine doing Hamlet in the cemetery? Like, that's wow. just the best. Wow, that's really that?
0: great. That's really great, oh, and and, so and you cool. know what? It, you know what? It's it. A lot of people are uncomfortable with cemeteries, and I think for the cemetery, which you know, wh- why should we be? But sometimes it's that natural. Oh my goodness, um, you know. But if you're you're bringing people there, you're getting people to to be respectful. It's it's a it's a wonderful thing if if uh, done right, and it sounds like it will be.
1: Yeah, and so they they have other locations as well, but that one just really grabbed me. And so they want to do another special tour. We haven't quite set the date yet because we're sort of in negotiations to figure out what might be the best location for um, transit and stuff like that and where would be the best place. So um, we are going to do another one with Hamlet, so they're going to do a similar thing. We're going to come couple hours early we're going to have an hour long time with them where they a synopsis of the play they do a touch tour of things walk around the stage they talk the characters come and then there's a break while they set up and then there's the actual uh, performance so they're very excited to expand this and to do more for our community so i just hats off to them they're a small company you know they don't have a lot of money but they're Full of enthusiasm, and they just really want to make things more accessible. So um, I'm going to be excited. I'm, I'm sort of plugging for going to Hamlet in the cemetery. It just, just strikes me that Hamlet could be seen well in the cemetery. Like, mm. you know, just
0: uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah, so, with the I'm feel excited of it. About but, that. you know, it's so wonderful when a group with, with like you say, little resources, but uh, 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 such an effervescent group that's so keen to try different things and to bring it to so many audiences. Yeah. Um listen they it don't po- have
1: to spend oh. much money on that. No, you know, that's the no, other no. thing that we keep saying. And the actors came early. They didn't have to. Like that was they came fifteen minutes early before their call to talk to us and to tell us about their characters. And they did not have to do that. Um and they did. So I just hats off to them all the all the way around. They're a great bunch.
0: Let's talk a little bit yeah. about e scooters and some of the sounds they make when moving.
1: Yeah, so um, we had a demonstration from the two scooter companies that are here in Ottawa this year. So last year it was three, and they had way more scooters, but they cut back the pilot. I mean, they're still doing the pilot, but they cut it back Two companies and fewer scooters. And they're supposed to make sounds all the time when moving, and one of them, the bird scooters, make kind of a sound that sounds a bit like a car door when you open a door and it rings the bell because your door isn't closed all the way and it a ding, ding, ding. It sounds like that. Right. Do you hear something with a continuous thing that's moving. It's not a car open door. It's probably one of them. The other company's scooters supposedly made a noise when moving, but we couldn't really hear it. It was a more electronic kind of noise. We couldn't hear it. So they're supposed to be adapting that and uh, um, but just a reminder that if you find if you even think that a scooter has gone past you on the sidewalk if you trip over one the thing to do this summer it's not to call the companies you call 311 you talk to the city you explain it and they're supposed to deal with it and they want to log all the complaints um so If you come across them, or even if you think you did, because sometimes those of us that can't see don't know that, Mm -hmm. whether they went by you or they didn't, if you think they did, just call 311 and say, I think this happened to me, and and, um, they'll deal with it. Like They'll they'll file a complaint, and they'll get bylaw to come and and check it out. So um, that's the one good thing this year. It's now in the city's hands more than in the company's hands, so the city is keeping track, you know, of all of that.
0: Well, it's the only way to um, make that investigation to make a right decision on how and what to move forward to make, hopefully, everyone happy in one way or another.
1: Now, I have not come across them. They're supposed to also not be able to ride on the sidewalk. As soon as they get on the sidewalk, they're supposed to stop. Um, I don't think I've come across any, but, of course, I don't know because they're quiet. So I can't really tell you, but I I think it's better than it has been. But still... uh, We still have our usual concerns about that, so just wanted to tell people what they're supposed to sound like when they're when they're doing that.
0: All right, you've got another Ottawa update for us on uh, municipal municipal elections and accessibility.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, so. I think a lot of the communities now have these, but I, I found out this week because they were doing some videos of people using the various accessibility solutions, which they're going to put up on their website. So they'd ask me to come and do some with the Braille templates. But they have also the, um, the electronic machine, like they have in the provincial election in Ontario. Uh, they will be having that again uh, at all the advanced polls and some on polling day. But all the advanced polls will have that machine. And I don't know about you, Kelly, but voting municipally, is it's the most important in the sense of having that machine because you have three offices usually to vote for, you know, mayor and counselor and school board. And doing that with a template is, is so much harder. So and many with names. this machine it yeah, it tells you who you voted for, it tells you to confirm and so um they're going to have that. They're also going to have the large uh, the braille templates and the braille list of candidates, large print and as well um you know, other accessibility things for other disabilities. But I go with that machine all the way, even though I love Braille, I go with that machine all the way every time because it just confirms everything it tells you. Audibly, you know, like with your headphones on, you voted for this person. Is that correct? And you press the big X, and then it's just great. I just love that. And, and I uh, think more people, that,
0: uh, it's accessible to more people. Like as you said, Braille's great having the option, but we do recognize that if you have something that kind of works for more people than then, then yeah. less, or you know, we want yeah. accessibility for, for more. Of course, we want it all. That's just the way to be. And we exactly. hope, and we know in our society, it's doable
1: yeah and and that machine also has the ability to remind people. It has these paddles, so for anyone that has dexterity issues, because I have a friend who can't hold those little pencils anymore they're yep. tiny yeah um it has these paddles, you can use those, or you can use sip and puff if you're not able to um use your hands at all and you you have that kind of device on your wheelchair. they can put the different controllers on that big machine, so there's the you know the audio tactile interface, which is what I use. But then there's you know these other ones that they can they can load onto that machine so that everybody can vote more. And so you're absolutely right. Like this is this is a uh, a great. Uh, advanced well, and and you definitely just, advanced.
0: I, and I get the cost and everything, but you know what? it's a right a rights cost in our country because we're all supposed to be able to have them, and if you're doing it right, it's you just hate to see, yeah, we've got x number of machines, but twice the min- amount of voting polls, you know at locations and that that's where you get kind yeah. of discouraged because it becomes a game where you have to go out of your your riding to vote.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although the ones I've gone to have been pretty close by, so it's been good. I just go have to go to the advanced poll or something like that. So yeah. Been pretty, but so. we're
0: getting there slowly but surely, and it wins the race. We'll put all that information to folks, by the way, mi.ca slash Co. Let's swing into the farmer's markets, which are really on the go out there.
1: Oh, yeah. And also the surrounding communities here, I... I, I I checked, too. There's a lot of farmer's markets all over the place, and I'm sure where you are in here. And I'm just finding more and more I love to go to them because they're easier to get around than the grocery stores in a lot of ways. Right. You know, there'll be right. a row of stalls. Yep. And you walk along and you say, what do you have here? And they're always happy to tell you because they're the farmers or the growers or the producers or the baked goods or whatever it is. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, and so they're happy, too, and they'll, they'll pass you things. And I just love it now. I just love going to those... Um, those farmer's markets. Uh, so I put a list of them up. There's a whole bunch here in Ottawa in different parts of the city. And there's also something, too, called Community... Uh, let me just see. Community...
0: Supported Agriculture? Um, is that, uh,
1: supported Agriculture. Okay. Yeah, and and that is cool because that's where you get a box every week. Nice. And some people like that. I've never gone to that. Uh, because you get whatever they give you, basically, right? So you can go to these places and pick up these boxes, or they will bring them to your house. Some Whoa, some of the nice. farmers will, will do that. And so there'll be boxes of, you know, fruit and vegetables, but you kind of have to take what you take, right? Well, and so the season weeks, will dictate that too, won't like. it? Exactly, yeah. And you could get things. And one of the companies um, that that was telling me about it at the market that they put recipes in the box. So sometimes it's a vegetable. Maybe you've never had that before. Mm -hmm. and you don't know what to do with it. So they'll put a recipe, and they even put a recipe in the email they send you or on their website for certain things so that if you get it and you don't know what to do. Um, Now, I haven't gone to the place to get a, boxes yet. I've never done that yet. But I, I really love going to these the markets and talking to the people and wow. buying their stuff. Well, like I you just, said,
0: the talking, the accessibility, well, going down the aisle long as you, you keep track. And yeah, Kim, you were by us a while ago. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Or, well, and I'm back to get more. That. Yeah, they <laughs> Yeah, <okay.
1: laughs> oh, that's yeah and there'll be a row of stalls, right? So it's not like wandering around the grocery store where you don't know what anything is. No, and they're very open to talk
0: to people. you versus when, you know, if you needed help in the store, there's Like you said, there's nobody there. Kim, awesome (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. Kim Kilpatrick is our community reporter in Ottawa, Ontario, joining us as we visit with our community reporters on Mondays and Tuesdays right here on Kelly and Company, AMI.ca slash Kelly Co. for the subjects that she brought up today on the program. Coming up next, Toronto's favorite summer foodie event. Summerlicious returns with delicious food from more than 200 local restaurants. We'll learn learn more about it after this.